everyone, welcome to Studio RC, an encouragement for your faith as well as your recovery. My name is Pastor Max. I am an alcoholic and want to encourage you uh, through this podcast. And we're so glad that you're here. We're going to start examining the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is a, just gives us a lot of examples and the, the, the fruit itself very much correlates to many of the things that we seek and hope to find in our recovery. So each week we'll look at a different fruit. We'll begin with an overview and then take on each fruit each week. This beginning will be the same each week and then we'll go right into the fruit that we're going to examine. And this will take us multiple weeks over the next month and a half or so uh, as we examine the fruit each week. Let me start out with the scripture. The fruit of the Spirit comes from the Bible verse verses from Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Now let me read these to you, and this is where we get the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, now, forbearance is also known as patience or long-suffering, but in the NIV it says forbearance. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there are no law. There is no law. Let me read that one more time, and this is, comes from Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And uh, this was written in a letter by Paul to the Galatians. And he was, in this uh, letter, he was talking about freedom and the freedom that comes from knowing Jesus. What's very interesting about the fruit of the Spirit is these items are things we need to be produced in us to come out of us. We talk about so often, you know, in step one about being powerless, and then we have a higher power, God, who comes in and fills that, that void of powerlessness. That, that same relationship is how the fruit of the Spirit gets produced in us. We need the Spirit to produce these fruit so that we can truly extend them to others. When we have things like love, joy, and peace, they're not things that we've created. They're things that the, the Spirit has created in us and goes through us, which I think is very interesting. I think we sometimes really try to take these on ourselves. So without further ado, we're going to do a timer just like we did in our previous uh, RC Values uh, series. And that seemed to work really well. And we'll, we'll, we'll get each week. Um, I'll have 12 minutes to talk about the particular fruit of that particular week and how it coordinates both with our faith and recovery. And with that, we'll go to our next installment of our looks at the fruit of the spirit for Studio RC. Let's jump right in to an overview of the fruit of the spirit. I just read to you in Galatians all of the different ones. And so we're going to take a look at, at each one just for a moment today before we get into the individual ones. But before we get started, I need to put the time on the clock. So without further ado, we're going to put 12 minutes on the clock. Boom. 
and away we go. Again, as I just repeated in Galatians, we have love, we have joy, we have peace, we have forbearance, also known as patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such things, there is no law. And I love that what the Spirit is producing in us, they're saying, there's no law against those things. How could there be a law against those things? So it's very interesting. Paul starts off with love, agape love, uh, that patient and kind love. Um, the love described in 1 Corinthians 13, or even in John 13, when it says, A new commandment I give to you, love one another. Love is a, an important one. And again, not based on feelings, but based on uh, service uh, toward others produced through the Spirit. The second one uh, that is listed is joy. Having joy includes that feeling good cheer and, and that vibrant happiness. Um, it's about God's goodness. It's this deep-rooted, inspired happiness. It tells us the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I would argue that the, there's a difference between joy and happiness. Happiness so often is about the outside circumstances. If things are good, then I am happy. Joy is this internal thing produced by the Spirit that even in the face of challenges, we can still have joy, even amidst hardships and sadness, we can still carry ourselves with the joy of the Lord, even in some of the hardest times. So joy, I think, is rooted. Let the, it tells us, for who the, the joy set before him endures the cross. Uh, so like, even in, in when Jesus... It tells us, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. And this comes from Hebrews, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. Like even in the, that moment of going to the cross, he had the, the, the joy of the Lord with him, even though it was clearly a very trying and challenging and horrible time. Um, but Jesus lived with this joy. We come to the, the next one. It's peace. Um, and that notion of totality or completeness, success, fulfillment, wholeness, harmony, security, well-being, serenity. We talk about serenity so often. One of my favorite verses that comes from John 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives to you. Let your, heart not, let your heart not be troubled and do not be afraid. I love that Jesus said, you know what? I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to give you peace even though everything around you might be chaotic. I'm going to give you peace when the world doesn't think you should have peace. I'm going to give you peace in a circumstance or situation that doesn't make any sense to have peace. That's the kind of peace that Jesus gives us. Um, and I, I love that. One of my favorite of the, the gifts um, as well as one of my favorite concepts in regards to recovery. The fourth one is forbearance. And again, uh, that's a fancy word for patience, sometimes long-suffering. Long-suffering <laughs> encapsulates what patience can be, but no one wants long-suffering. They don't want it long and they don't want to suffer, but sometimes patience is exactly that, long-suffering. Uh, the definition is patiently enduring lasting offenses or hardships. Um, so it's a, a, a fruit that we can do that.
The next one uh, that is uh, described as kindness, the quality of being kind and careful, soft and calm and sweet to other people. Uh, it tells us in Colossians, a soft answer turns away wrath, but grievous words stirs up anger. Um, in other words, kindness has the power to turn away wrath. And I think those are one of those things sometimes for some of us, we really need that produced in us uh, for us to demonstrate it. Goodness. Goodness is an action. Um, in the Greek, the word goodness means an uprightness of heart and life. We act out of true goodness of the heart. We're obedient to God's commandments and we seek the benefit of others. That whole looking how we can serve and help others. It's often the small acts of goodness we do throughout the day that mean the most to those around us. Those maybe unspoken or even unrecognized. It tells us in Matthew 5, 16, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. In other words, that we're doing so many things, they're like, Whoa, they're, they're, that person, they're doing something different because of, of God. The next one is faithfulness. And faith is that basic ingredient to, that we need to begin our relationship uh, with Jesus. It tells us faith is the assurance of the things that are revealed and promised in the Word and that they're true. We believe them. It gives the, the believer a conviction that what he expects in faith will come to pass because he believes and understands the, uh, the Scripture. And it tells us in Hebrews 11.1, 1, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of, of things not seen. Um, and faith is a theme. Uh, it's better to have, you know, how much more to have faith than to see and believe, but to have faith and believe. Maybe we haven't always seen, but our faith allows us to see, which is very powerful. The next fruit we have is gentleness, um, which is really, it's defined uh, as righteousness, humble, teachable, patient, under suffering, um, and really is a tr an attribute of a true disciple. It, it tells us the gentle, or it says the meek, gentle and meekness are often uh, synonymous. The meek shall in inherit the earth. The, the gentle will inherit the earth. The saying implies that those who, who forego that worldly power will be rewarded in the kingdom of heaven. We have self-control. As the last one, and something that as addicts and alcoholics, uh, something that we didn't always have. But as we stay in recovery and as we have that spiritual awakening, that comes more and more. So self-control is, is seen as emotional restraint, a temperance, if you will. Whoever is slow to anger has great understanding. Um, Keeping, you know, the restraint of tongue and pen, as it says in the big book. In Second Peter, it tells us, um, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, patience, and patience to godliness. That that self-control will help us with our patience and will actually bring us closer to Jesus. And I think that that's a pretty awesome 
uh, promise. So that, that's a quick overview of the different fruit that we'll be looking at throughout this series. But I just, I want to say point one thing out that, that was really interesting. And as I did more study on this, it says, it, 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 there was a question that was posed. What kind of fruit do we want to grow? You know, what, what does that look like? And it talked a little bit about the soil, like the, the, our surroundings and, and what, uh, what, you know, if you think about planting, what we're feeding it to grow and how are we watering it and are there weeds around us? And it has this whole concept when we talk about fruit and that uh, farmer or agrarian uh, concept. And what's also interesting, do you know how many fruit are in the fruit of the Spirit? It says the fruit of the Spirit, and it goes love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, if you're counting, you're going nine, right? I think that there are nine. Um, but if you say there are nine fruit of the Spirit, you've missed one important piece. Paul says the fruit of the Spirit. One fruit, not fruits. It's not the fruits of the Spirit. It is the fruit of the Spirit. It's all one fruit. Um, imagine... Hawaiian Punch. You have Hawaiian Punch, one of my favorite drinks uh, growing up. Don't hate it as an adult either. And they put all these different fruits into Hawaiian Punch. And they're probably not really fruit. But let's just go and imagine that they were real fruits. There's this one punch, but they're all these different flavors. That's what the fruit of the Spirit is like. There's one fruit, but there are nine different flavors. The Holy Spirit wants to develop all nine qualities in each and every one of us. The nine qualities indicate the amount of, of transformation the Holy Spirit wants to grow in all of us. We talk about in the sixth and seventh about our shortcomings, but, but the Spirit wants to produce these things that are, are assets for us and to help us in our, in our service to others and our usefulness. This one fruit with nine flavors shows us that the Holy Spirit has this big agenda for our lives, like the 12 step, carrying the message. All of these fruit will help us to carry the message, whether it's in service, through deed, through our words. There are so many different opportunities that the Spirit will lead us. The Holy Spirit has a big picture of where our lives are heading. It involves love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's, it's a big job. It's going to take all of our lives. Um, and so just know that the Spirit of God wants to produce these things in us and grow them in us as we grow and as we continue to um, develop them. Well, allow God and the Spirit to develop in us. My final thought is this. The, these qualities, they're produced by the Holy Spirit. Um, and it's the Holy Spirit's work in our life um, as we submit to God. Just as a tree bears fruit uh, by means of just God's silent work in nature, we experience the fruit of the Spirit by means of God's power in our lives. Our part is to entrust our lives to Him. When the Holy Spirit begins to bear fruit in our lives, our dependency on other things lose their 
power. Just think with joy and peace, we overcome the pain of our broken lives. With love and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness, we restore our relationship as we make amends. With patience, we persevere through the difficult times. With self-control, we stand against our, our tendency to relapse. God's Spirit can supply everything necessary for a successful recovery. And a lot of that will come through the fruit of the Spirit. Our time's up. Hopefully that's given you an overview and hopefully it gets you excited and encouraged about how we'll look at each and every one of the, the different fruit listed and we'll, we'll take a, a look at that and what that means in our faith as well as our recovery. I thank you so much for joining us and I encourage you, like this video, share the video, subscribe, let others know about what we're doing. The content here, it's about getting the word out to encourage others. It's not just about getting uh, clicks and numbers and all that stuff. We really feel that Studio RC is a vehicle that can really impact and help people and encourage them in their recovery and in their faith. You've, you're with us. You've made it all the way to the end of this, this particular episode. We thank you for that. And we just encourage you, let others know. Uh, so that we can we can continue to encourage others in their faith and recovery. We love you so much. And uh, just know that Jesus loves you too. You're not alone. And you can do this. You can stay sober. If you're staying sober, continue to carry that message. If you're just learning and starting in the beginning of the process, know that you're not alone and that you are loved. Thank you so much for coming to Studio RC. God bless, and we'll see you next time as we continue our series on the fruit of the Spirit.